Welcome everybody to another episode and thanks for your support and we have a great guest for you tonight um, and I'm really looking forward to interviewing her. It's Anna Brown. Anna, how are you? Hi everyone, I am doing so well. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be here. You're welcome, you're welcome. Anna's from America, of course. Where are you from again? What part? I am in the Ozarks in Missouri. The Ozarks. You're probably familiar with the mm-hmm. series, but we won't go there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay we hope it's not as scary as as the series tonight no yeah, yeah. okay anna you're you're very young obviously um what led you into this this path because look not everybody there's no, there, there are no customers for this as himself nisar gadata says you know um mm-hmm. what happened as they say Well, when I was a young child, there was a lot of kind of weird paranormal stuff that went on. I was really into like ghosts and paranormal activity type things, but I was raised Catholic. Um, But you could say really what opened this um, was at the age of like seven or eight, there was a spontaneous dropping in bed one night. I just had an urge and inspiration to repeat my name like a mantra. I didn't know what mantras were. Again, raised Catholic. Um, And all of a sudden there was just no personal consciousness. There was no self-consciousness and there was just a clear scene, but that clear scene felt so natural. It felt just so natural and right. But what seemed to come back in, you could say was dogma, beliefs, unworthiness, insecurity, self-consciousness. And so you could say that's what kind of, well, not just that, but the paranormal stuff and, and that it's really like, let's dig. What is this? There's something else going on here. Like, yeah, it just really opened up to what we're calling this path, which really isn't. Yeah. But there was um, kind of a dance between the simplicity of being and then trying to find it again. It was like an off and on switch that seemed to go on and on for a while and then until it stopped. So yeah. there was there was a curiosity and obviously a glimpse. Like, did yeah. you was yeah. it, did you know what that glimpse was? Did you go researching? Did you ask anybody? Did you go on a path or what happened? Well, at the age of seven, you know, I, mm. I really didn't, I have any, I didn't have anyone to talk to because, you know, being taught about Jesus and all of that, it just didn't really have any framework, but again, it felt so natural. It felt so natural. Um, but yeah, you could say it just, there was a curiosity there of what was that, mm. you know, when self-consciousness came back, what is that? What was that that happened? Yeah. 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 That's heavy going for, for someone young age. Um, yeah. Um, you mentioned religions and things like that. I was thinking a bit about it today. Um, Mm -hmm. And I thought, what if everybody as such was free, which they obviously are, but what if they really were? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm not sure uh, (laughs) what would happen. Um, Because, yeah, yeah, I'll go into consciousness a a little bit later, but um, what's it like? Uh, for you, how do you adjust into this into this way of living as such, or, or the final well, dropping you, away? You, how you got you, back you, into it? Like, wow. Well, you could say it was a dance for a little bit, and I did you know the spiritual path. And when I was in college, I studied religion, and you know dived into Buddhism and Hinduism, and you know all different kinds of sectors, just because I was just so fascinated by the diversity of these things. Um, and the simplicity of some of some teachings like Zen Buddhism, you know, like that was that was so beautiful. Mm. But I didn't it was like a natural adjustment. Like I said, there was kind of like an off and on going for a while until there was just kind of like a natural abiding in it. There was a, 
like beliefs that were falling away, armor coming off. So it wasn't just like, a, oh, instant, hey, here we are, seeking's over. It really kind of was like a slow unveiling, you know, or you could use the word integration where the, the body finally was just, it was, you know, the, the beliefs weren't there in the nervous system because this nervous system was seeking, had a lot of anxiety and OCD and depression. Okay. And so it seemed like the body took a bit to, that's just what it seemed like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Usually some, a guru or a teacher comes along or a book or something falls off and hits, hits us in the head or, you know, one of those moments. <laughs> that yeah. That yeah. Alan Watts. Arose Alan Watts. Here. He okay. was, he was the cat that popped up and I tell you what, he was so beautiful and wild and I deeply resonated with him and still do resonate with this character. But that was, you could say the first little guide or book yeah. that came through. I can't remember which one it was, but it was one of his books. Yeah. 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 Um, this isn't a path for everybody and it's not a message you can really promote too much uh, and it's like you know mm. people gravitate towards it because whatever's predestined mm. sure, yeah. to happen um, and but get into that way of, of being what happened did the mind collapse what about thought processes Um <laughs> Did, did life become easier for you? Or obviously it's a series of dropping a netty netty approach. Yeah. I, I think mm-hmm. works the best. Um, yeah. So what so was there, it like when you integrated? What, what was life like? Well, you could say, I mean, there's still thought forms that arise here, but there isn't what say the heaviness of self-consciousness. So there used to be, like I said, a lot of anxiety and OCD, depression and unworthiness, because that's what I took on as a conditioning from my folks and my culture and community. And that just doesn't arise anymore. Now it would come in like little flickers every now and then it would kind of arise and choke one out, you know, seemingly, but it's just, it started to loosen its grip, started to loosen its grip. And now it's like, it's just not there, but there's still all natural emotions like anger and frustration and, and, and sorrow and gratitude and happiness and bliss. I mean, all of those things can appear, but what can the report that really doesn't anymore is insecurity or doubt about this unworthiness. Really all of that is seemingly vanished. Interestingly. Yeah. So insecurities are probably based on the false idea of the, the, the me, the false me, are they? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really beliefs, things that we learn, you know, and especially depending on your character and where they were raised or your parents. I mean, each character is a little different. If you have a model of unworthiness, monkey see monkey do. That's what just what seems to be taken on, even if there was an apparent glimpse of the child. So that didn't save me from anything, so to speak. But there's still challenges that arise here. You know, uh, life goes on. I really like to see this like chop wood, carry water, mm-hmm. you know, you still pay bills or taxes or you know, have cranky neighbors, all of that can still arise. It just doesn't have the in, in intense stickiness or heaviness. Things move through much quicker. doesn't mean there's not anger though. Yeah. So that, that brings to, to me to ask about free will and choice. Um, the doer. Mm. Talk to me yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah. So self-consciousness is what one misplays for a little bit. And in that arena, free will is very believable because it's a belief system. So it feels like choices are very heavy and it always feels like there's a fork in the road. Like, oh my gosh, if I go left instead of right, the consequences, I can ruin my life, my destiny, whatever it is, my mission, whatever idea we have. 
And that's just the wellspring of self-consciousness. When there's no longer self-consciousness, there's just this. And I can relate. It's kind of like being a dog or a cat. They are one with what is. And they can have all kinds of sensations and emotions, but they don't have the separate idea and imagination that they're doing it or that they're separate from totality. There's just movement and eating and sensation. There's just what's arising. No self-consciousness. But self-consciousness isn't wrong. It's just a game oneness plays. Mm. It's just limiting. Yeah. And it, it's a form of suffering, of course. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Must but be self-consciousness can be very enjoyable too. So the sense that we call like the sense of me obviously can have joy. It obviously can have highs, but it's it has the opposite of a low. So mm-hmm. it swings from drastic polarities that are either very, very drastic or can just be like this but it's always in oscillation of those highs and lows and it wants to be on the high end. Yeah. And that, that person, that person really can't, I don't, that, that phantom person, I I think finds it really difficult to stay present because it's the end of it. I mean, it's got to like go for the joy. I mean, there's joy, there's there's, there's sadness. It's a Mm -hmm. continuous anxiety like you spoke about. Yeah. 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 And I will clarify too, though, because I said like it wants to cling to the highs, but there is some self-consciousnesses or senses of separation that cling to the woe is me or the low or the victim, the victim right? There yeah. could be an identity in that too. So it just kind of depends where the character gets that, that, yeah. that rush, but you're right. It can't be here in the simplicity. Nope. And is that always present? Well, there is only presence. And sometimes presence appears as a person looking for presence. It's quite interesting and a paradox. So is there a gift in that presence for people? Oh, well, I mean, I mean, you could say it, it's all a gift. It's mm. all a gift because within form, you know, black implies white, high implies low, mm. you know, uh, illness implies health, death implies life. So as long as there's form, there's going to be the apparent opposite. What we're saying, though, is there's really no opposite. There is no other. So there's presence there. Obviously, you're you're present. You're here. There's just there's just not an idea that I'm separate from that. You could say. So you're not separate from the presence. Oh, there is only presence. There is no separation. Separation really is just imagination. So separation would be the idea of a person that is present. Is that what is that is that's mind? Is it? I guess you could say that. Yeah. I mean, it's just really the fabrication of the sense of self. It's, it lives in imagination. It's really what we call heady. There really isn't a mind. There really isn't that headiness. It's, it is all oneness. It's just masquerading. Yeah. So it's a paradox and really hard to talk about. And if there's no person to get this, this is really a hopeless message. Yeah, in a way, you could say that. But it's, it's some, for some reason, oneness is speaking about it, talking about itself, and does love hearing itself. It's, it's interesting, isn't it? And it can't help but inquire in on itself because it doesn't know itself. Uh, yeah, I mean, really, even self-inquiry, whatever it is, the questions, the commenting, it's all the wellspring of oneness. It's just when there's a sense of I'm not there yet, I'm not it, whatever that is, God, source, presence, awareness, whatever we want to call, it's, it's just looking for it because it thinks it's a certain quality and it's not, it's already this, it's, it's your face, it's breath. It's that simple. Yeah. <laughs> and the idea of me obviously is, is a false, is erroneous concept. So 
to to try and drop, to try and get rid of the part, the me, it just reinforces mm-hmm. the me, doesn't it? I mean, so how do you approach right. this? Right. And what, what do we call defining me, though? Is that a personality? Because if uh, we're saying we're trying to drop a personality, then it's like that's never going to work because the personality is presence appearing as a personality. So I can yeah. say, you know, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, and this is me. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, we use that verbiage like I and me. Yeah. You know, otherwise, we would sound so crazy. You know what I mean? But when we say me, it's just the sense of separation, which is deeply insecure. It is deeply insecure and it never knows what to do. And it's always projecting into the future or the past. Like, oh my God, what is next? I don't know what's next. I need to know what to do when what next comes. It's just in that hypervigilance, you could say. And is that panicky and survival. Yeah. Is is that sense of separation, is it an energy contracted in the body or is it a mindset? Well, I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's not just the body. This whole, all of this, the atmosphere is the body of one. So when the sense of separation arises here, it's the whole atmosphere, the whole atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's everything. So it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. That's why when we feel like we're separate, we seem to, there's gurus popping up and teachers and books and billboards saying you're unworthy or you're not there yet, or you're damned, you know, it's like, it's like a reflection from the belief systems, because this is just, a, this is all tabula rasa. It has no meaning, but that's what oneness plays. It has that, that game that goes on that kind of hologram. And then instantly it seems to vanish. And there's just the simplicity of what is this, yeah, that, whatever that may be. That yeah. clean slate, like you spoke about there, like we're, mm-hmm. we're born yeah. with as such, apparently. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With a clean slate, I mean, there are different stages people can say about this, but, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. then conditioning happens. It's like it's inevitable in a way. Uh, But then again, if there was no Mm -hmm. conditioning, that power, Mm -hmm. it it wouldn't realize itself, would it? I mean. Well, you know, and I can't say because maybe for some characters, there never was a sense of separation. You know what I mean? I really can't say for sure if there was a deep conditioning. And Mm -hmm. some characters obviously have very heavy conditioning very neurotic and some it's just more subtle but obviously if there's a body there's still going to be some form of conditioning or habit what drops is the idea that those habits are completely wrong or separate from oneness Mm? yeah 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 um what is that power anna that powers everything have you any idea how to describe it Well, I mean, you could say we are that power. Everything is that power. There's many words we could use, but no word can ever bind us. And that's the beauty of it. Words are beautiful, but it's all wordlessness appearing as the word. And it doesn't mind because it doesn't have one. So it doesn't get too attached to the definitions of this or the words we're using because it really doesn't mind. It doesn't care. You know, these are just, you know, pointers. We can use any word. Some hit home more, though. So that power doesn't care at all what happens. Not in this... it doesn't care about the in the sense of the verbiage like some people get really hung up of like oh my god i'm not presence i don't like using the word presence or awareness or conscious you know we can get really hung up on those things they're just words they're just words but obviously caring can appear like caring for your babies caring for your community caring about your body caring about taking out the trash paying your bills but that's all the manifestation of oneness appearing as those apparent responsibilities. It's very natural and ordinary. So that that's that's that power coming through. Like it's a bit like what you're saying is a bit like a light bulb is nothing until the power comes through. 
Sure. Absolutely. We're the light bulb and the power. So it's, it's, it's a simultaneity though. Yeah. But yeah, it's, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I, I just keep going back to the fact that it can't be known that power can't be known. Um, no, I could say it can be intuitively known, yeah, but intuition yeah. can't be taught. Intuition is primordial intelligence. Can it's you talk primal. a bit about that? What do you mean yeah. about it's primordial intelligence? Can you describe that to us a bit, that, that intuition? Yeah, it's prior to the idea that you ever were born or separate. It's, it is before even a thought seems to manifest that I am not. I need to get this or know this. It is. It's so natural. It knows everything I'm speaking about because it's already awake. It's naturally confident. It's, it's, it's just primal. That's why I use nature a lot as analogies or examples, you know, like a cat doesn't need to know it's a cat before it can be a cat. Same with a tree or a, or a mouse or a bumblebee. It just is what it is naturally. It doesn't need to think about it. Yeah. And is there any start or finish to this? Well, you could say it's the alpha and the omega. So it's it's the start and the finish simul, simul, simultaneously. Yeah. That's <laughs> incomprehensible, to be honest. It's, it's, totally. Oh, it totally is. You're right. But it can be sensed. It can be felt because the body is a manifestation of formlessness. So that's why when we speak and we communicate or we read beautiful words or watch a video, it's just like, oh, my gosh, I don't logically get what this character is saying. But my whole body saying, hell yes, or something within is just like, yes, obvious, obvious, obvious. Oh, my God, because this is it, too. So obviously it communicates like that. It just doesn't need to communicate through this logic eddiness. So there's a seer. There's a there's an intuitive knowing. It's just we don't know what intuition is when we're trying to figure it out through contemplation and logic. And they say the the mind is only there 5% of the time during the day. Did you say 5%? 5, yeah, yeah, 5%. Interesting. Well, yeah. You put a number on it. That's what I <laughs> that's what I read last night, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I you know, I wouldn't say it's there at all. I mean, even the mind thought forms or it's just happening. It's just arising like bird song. Or the, the controller, the, the controller. No one's controlling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no one's controlling it. Yeah. That's the thing, the controller. Um, there's no controller, mm-hmm. right? No. No. That means but that obviously can appear and does. That know? power has no idea what's happening whatsoever. Because it's no. not controlling anything. No. That it is just absolutely it is. <laughs> you know, it's I mean, mind-boggling. It's yeah. like Jesus. Um Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why they actually crucified Jesus because he's probably oh, stubborn. Oh, I know, right? Yeah, 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 he was saying the same thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he was just saying, "Hey, y'all, we're all sons. We're all Christ. You know, it's all this." And they're just, "Let's make a religion." You Let's know, make a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. And what about time, Anna? Time. Mm. Yeah, that's timelessness appearing as time. They are literally inseparable. (laughs) We can't separate them. But I will say uh the linearity of time, it loosens its grip. It seems to obviously not be linear and stagnant, you know, like I was born and here I am on a path walking Mm -hmm. to the grave. It's seen as very malleable, pliable, wispy, windy, like a lava lamp liquidy. Yeah. Yeah. There's no history, his story there, like like Mm -hmm. an idea about your your life playing in the background. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Right. Yeah. You could say that's gone. All those apps in the background aren't open anymore. The apps. Yeah. There was a guru girl. She used to call the maps as well. Really interesting. Yeah, I thought it was a cute way of putting it, actually, apps. Yeah. It'd be great if we could yeah. just delete them when we want to, but, you know, some of them just keep coming back. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I get you. <laughs> um, so what about death, the the big one? Hmm. Is there such yeah, a thing? Yeah, so, no, this is already death. This this is death. And life, 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 life is death. I'm, yeah, it's it's all one. But you could say, obviously, within the apparent story or the character's movie, the body will die. Obviously, it will die. And when that time comes, there might be sorrow. There might be what maybe even a trickle of fear. I can't say when the that's arising, but it's what's immediately arising. And then maybe there's some a moment of mourning, you know, because yeah. that's a natural response to something that's actually arising. It's not imagined, you could say. It's just, it's, it's also seen though, that you don't actually die, but that doesn't mean there's still not mourning of the character or the parent's story or the movie. Like that's just something that's natural and it's what's actually arising. Like maybe you go to the doctor and they give you five months to live because they found a tumor or something, you know, we're just playing around here. But then from that, there can be a response in the body of oh, crying or, or not laughing, celebrating. I can't say, but it's only from an immediacy. There's no imagining my death. Because this is already it. Yeah. This is already death. You said it's like th- then this mm-hmm. that 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 would mean this isn't this isn't uh, real. This is unreal and real simultaneously. It's like the ones and the zeros of the matrix code. Yeah, matrix or the masculine and the feminine. They're, they're they are one. So it's real and unreal to say it's just unreal. It's just, it's really, I part of my French is kind of half ass because right. obviously there's an appearance of a body and an appearance of a sequence. It is, and it is not simultaneously. Yeah. But we spoke about that power doesn't know itself. And it's like, it's, it, it, it's, it happens. Everything happens because of that. You, in spite of, in spite of everything that, in spite of it, it happens. But like, That's like the the real and the unreal meeting together. Well, yeah, you could say they never were apart. You could say, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That means that mm-hmm. that does that make time? Does that produce time? time? What? Does that produce time because they're not apart? Well, they're inseparable. So this right here is formlessness appearing as form, or timelessness appearing as time or the infinite appearing finite right now like yes they can't be taken away that's why we can't find ourselves out there there is no out there (laughs) and what about there's a loneliness about this somehow um that's like yeah because just reflecting here myself it's Mm. like there's um that power can't know itself i'll never know what it is um Mm. and it will never know what it is that's like even the loneliness that 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 actually implies someone maybe but then it seems like that's the gateway to to being like yeah you you know um, yeah I get what you're saying. For for some, they have this kind of thing where it's like they fall into the zero. 
I am absolutely nothing and, and there's nothing here and this is all ether. And that can, you could say if there's still a little bit of self-consciousness, that can feel really lonely, heavy, lonely, but tell it's recognized that you are me and I am you and that all of this fiesta is oneness, then that's that love part and that adoration, you know, and each character obviously can embody or, you know, share that differently. But until that scene, it'll feel very lonely and cold, or like I said earlier, kind of half-assed, but all of this is it. All of it. That's why there can be such a delight with form. It's delicious. So there's a bliss, there's a joy, obviously, that happens about you. Yeah, it can arise, but but don't get me wrong, brother. Anger can arise here. Real feistiness <laughs> can appear here too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But that's bliss too. You could say you could say the. I don't like saying the backdrop, but it's like there is only bliss, and it's because it's so blissful. It allows these beautiful emotions to dance around. You know. It's a play. It's Leela. Yeah. So when I'm hearing you talk, it's, it's, it's obvious you live a free, free life. You know, you're free as such. Um, what is that like? You know? mm. well, well, it's What's a free life, though? From the outside, it might look quite ordinary. Me breastfeeding my baby, unloading the dishwasher, <laughs> okay. folding laundry. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's just no longer this idea of, oh, my God. Folding laundry is such a waste of time and it's keeping me away from my seeking to the divine. It's like, no, there's just like such a contentment there, right? Obviously there's preferences still, the mm-hmm. character still has preferences, but there's no longer an idea that I need to be doing some kind of something else to get to where I already am. It's just, it's seen that there is only this and this is it. And is that because mm-hmm. the, the false control, the, the controller, the idea of the controller vanished as such yeah yeah that's just the 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 negotiator's not there anymore and the one who's always wanting more is just not appearing anymore it used to be very heavy though because i was conditioned by my folks for the the woe is me or i need more the consumerism right especially in western culture yeah (laughs) join the club i was conditioned like that as well by my folks as well yeah and i used to get the committee meeting something happened the committee meeting would form in my mind I say, do you know what? He's a son of a bitch or whatever. Um, let's yeah. have a, let's have a discussion about him or her. That committee meeting that God, it can get so neurotic. Can't it? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's painful. And, and even neurotic yeah. stuff can like the committee meeting. Maybe yeah. it does appear. Like I was saying, like anything can appear in this, but it's just, let's say it doesn't have that grip. Like, let's say the committee meeting would be going on all night. You have insomnia because you're up there. Oh my God, da, da, da. It just, maybe it'll rise and then fizzle out because anything can appear. But you're right. As long as there's trying to manipulate or control, there's always going to be that kind of meeting. So how how can people see through that idea of the controller? Because that seems to be a lot of suffering Mm. for people. Well, for most, they, they practice presence. That's what they do. And you could say that's like a pseudo band-aid until the actual apparent dropping arises. So there's nothing wrong with that. That's, you know, they say decorating your prison cell, but there isn't a prison cell already. That's why I go straight to it. It's already, it's already, but I got to say, you know, sometimes just hearing this message, it's just, what was my issue? What was I even looking for again? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's like you could say the nervous system of the body is just a habit. It's a habit to seek. It's a habit to seek. And just like any other kind of habit, it can seem like it takes a minute or two for that to dissolve. Kind of like, for example, maybe you drink coffee for 20 years straight 
and then you stopped. There may be a little bit of a withdrawal that arises. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But you're not controlling that withdrawal. It's just the nervous system operating and flushing things out. You have no control of that at all. Yeah. But how do people know when the controller's gone? I mean, is there, how, how is that known? Oh, well, well, the one who wants to know won't be there anymore. So it won't even be an issue. It just, it's just, it's like, like I said, when there was an, an apparent drop thing, when I was a kiddo, it felt so natural. There wasn't even the thought of, oh my God, is this it now? Is this it now? Is yeah. it like that's that? Cause that self-consciousness, it just doesn't even come up. It's, it's interesting. I can't explain it. It's just those thoughts don't appear. Of, is, am I there yet? Is this it? Maybe if I move over here to the right, just two inches, I'll be there. Like it's just gone. And then there's just the naturalness of response and action, whatever's going on, which could be heated, comfortable or uncomfortable. You know what I'm saying? Anything can appear. So there's no Anything. authenticity about, about life in a way, maybe. Say that again. Say no, that again. There's an authenticity maybe. Would that be it? Oh, Yes. Absolutely. It's organic mm. and authentic, which, which I have to say characters, two characters of oneness may not resonate with each other. They may not get along, even if there's no seeking, look at the jungle, look at the animal kingdom, look at nature. You can see that already. And that is harmony. So simple. It's so simple. Yeah. Just to be what you <laughs> are. It's like telling someone just be what you are. It's like, Okay. <laughs> yeah. How do I be authentic? You know, it's just, there's always trying to be like, there's just a tension. There's like a tension of like, Oh my God, am I being my natural self? Is this authentic? Is this what confidence looks like? You know? And those are like, those, those types of sectors are huge money makers. I will make you confident. I will make you wealthy. I will make you prosperous. I will make you authentic. And what we're speaking about is like, you can't make that because you don't even know what authenticity is as long mm. as they're seeking. Yeah, mm. yeah. Imagine it, it, it's um, yeah, confidence. Yeah, confidence. It's like a con job. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. It's like trying yeah, to I be like be confident. Okay, I'll be confident. Like right straight away, you're not right. confident. It, it, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, mm. yeah, but that's that's like seeing through. That's that that's when we see through things. But um, obviously, most of the world doesn't see through things. Is what about you know certain people end up on the path? I mean, I was the last one to think I'd end up on this path. I mean, mm-hmm. my life was like, um, like, no, yeah, this was. I was actually curious. I was kind of spiritual, and there was things kicked off mm-hmm. when I was young, but um, mm-hmm. it just got completely pushed away for other things. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, but. Here, I often think, obviously now, there was no choice in anything that I did. Mm. Uh, mm. This just happened the way it's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. it, is everything predestined? The reason why I don't like the word predestined is because the word pre is in there, mm. which assumes there's some kind of planning that happened. I can't say. We're speaking of an absolute mystery. Now, there can be what seems like purposes, passions inspirations like a character who is a fabulous painter they'll go this is my destiny but we can label it that but it's really just what's natural for that character what's arising that inspiration we just have to like put these meanings on top of things like oh my god 
oh my God, this is your mission on earth to get all your paintings out. And then we add on stress and then maybe some insecurity because if I'm not painting, you know, or singing or, or whatever it is, then, oh my God, I'm not living up to my potential and my purpose. But if you ask a cardinal, if him, him singing or her singing was it predestined, I don't know. What would it say? It wouldn't even have an idea of that. It's just what it does. It's just what's natural. It's just authenticity and what's organic. Everything is powered by that. Yeah, that, that totally. Power of potential. Whatever it is. You say that. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, so sure. is that sort of dreaming this or producing this? You could say that. Sure. Because it's fun for it. It's what's interesting. Otherwise, we would just be null. We would we would be void totally. This wouldn't even arise or appear. We would just be ether, in which we are. But I think you get where I'm trying to go with this a little bit. Yeah, my head is just kind of whirring now with different things. And it's like, you know, there's different things coming up. But, you know, you can't pre-think a thought either. And that power can't pre-dream a dream. Uh, it, how can this, like, this is only going to happen the way it's going to happen. I sound like complete, like, <laughs> what I'm on about. I don't is know like, what's next. Like, I don't yeah, know what's next. Like, we don't, don't know, I mean? what's like, I don't know what's next. Yeah. I'm trying to hit God, on that no. stuff. We we do not know what's next, do we? Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's probably unlikely, you know, that Godzilla's going to bust through the wall. Mm. But, you, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine, yeah, well, um, that would be amazing. It would be like <laughs> you get a lot of views for that one. <laughs> I think there was, I'd mentioned it in another show. There was some scientist, he, he was doing some sort of an experiment somewhere. Um, and he, um, they were doing an experiment on, on free will and choice. And they came up mm-hmm. with the fact that all decisions are made six seconds before they're actually made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard and that one. Yeah, it cracked him up. The guy wasn't mm. right after. I mean... It's so interesting. Yeah, yeah and it's like... Um, so interesting. But what about people with a, a tough past and mm. like people totally. have made mistakes or, or triumphed? They can't... Yeah, sure, why not? It was supposed mm. to happen that way. There's well, no, I don't say it was supposed to. I mean, we can... Again, we're he- putting on meaning, some heaviness there. Just like yeah. you were sharing, you had a heavy past, right? a little bit of turbulent with your folks or whatever. Same with this. We could go into that, but it's just, that's just what's arising. Yeah. Some plants have it really hard growing in the scorching heat and blistering winds and all kinds of stuff. But it's like, but they're not like, Oh my God, I'm being prepared for something so great right now. I am going to be a hero. It's, it's just what's arising. But obviously through those winds and stuff, there's a resiliency. Obviously I'd like to use the example of going to the gym. When you go to the gym, you're not with the marshmallows you're trying to gain muscle, right? Like there's a, a, a sense of adding resistance, resistance. So obviously there's contrast and resistance that does appear. There is an appearance of evolution that does arise and it does still arise even if there is no seeking. Yeah. Is there, are there ever moments where you kind of go, God, oh, it's like so much, it's so big, this whole thing, this rec- right. recognition, this. There can be an awe. Like, oh my God, like it is so vast and so majestic and beautiful and yet so simple and small simultaneously. So yeah, there can totally be awe and wonder 
obviously, because the finite mind can never understand infinity. But there's such a joy of that prism, you could say, of the finite mind, infinity using the finite mind to speculate on itself. It's just such a joy. Why else have the appearance of the finite? And we're like puppets. That's the love part, you know? Yeah. We're like puppets, aren't we? Kind of. Well, I don't like the Pinocchio thing, because if you're a marionette, there's strings and there's someone else controlling you, which implies two. Yeah. Infinity uses the finite vessel yeah, for play. Yeah, you can yeah. say it is one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There isn't yeah. even one, is there? Yeah. Uh, one and none. Simultaneously. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Is there a form of grace that can happen for people to sort of fall away? Huh. Is it grace, obviously? I, well, right now, you are grace. Your face is grace. But I get that, too. I've heard that a lot, especially when I was on the spiritual path. They're like, oh, well, I'm waiting on grace. Grace will come for you when it's your time. Well, fuck you. What? <laughs> Isn't this some kind of dogmatic crap? I heard this in Christianity, which always felt, ew. Waiting on grace, but this mm. is grace. Yeah, maybe that's where it's coming from. Maybe it's, uh, well, yeah, you know. This is grace. It's appearing as your face. Yeah. That's just not understandable or believable. Yeah, Yeah. It, this isn't understandable, is it? Mm-mm. No. But it can be sensed. What's the sense? Intu- intuitive. That, that intuitive, it's, It can yeah. be sensed, yeah, sensed and intuited. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like if someone said, what were you before you were born? You can kind of intuit what it, what it is. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Because <laughs> were we born? Well, or do we just think we were? <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah. That's another thing. I mean, there's no such thing, is there? As being yeah, born. No. Yeah. But there is a play of that, obviously. There's yeah, a story yeah. of that. You know, there's our birth certificate and our little, our little stories and our novels. You know, yeah. Yeah, and through that ignorance, ignorance, there's like a system in play. Schools, systems, law, all these things mm-hmm. are totally based on insecurity and ignorance. I just think it's just an idea came to me today. Yeah, you could say that, but I don't know. Because even in the, in the natural world, there's if you look at animals, they have kind of a system as well, but there's no self-consciousness there at all. There seems to be hierarchies and systems and what looks like rules and stuff like that. Mm. within the natural world in the animal kingdom, but there is no self-consciousness. It's just what's arising. So I can't say if, you know, all self-consciousness and seeking dropped, will there not still be the play of form? As mm. long as there's form, there's still going to be contrast and diversity and black and white, the yin yang, but it's already harmony. So gravity laws, you run through a stop sign and, and hit a pedestrian, you know, yeah, there should be a ticket or some kind of an apparent consequence because this is a game of life or playing monopoly, so to speak. And what about the the big four four letter word love? Oh yeah. Me. What is it? What, what was it? it and what is it now? Like oh, is well, there such a thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, of course there is. You know, we're speaking of unconditional love, which can appear as seeking or hatred or judgment or really heinous villain things, or the most beautiful. But within unconditional love, there can be personal love. You know, like a marriage, you know, so for example, if we have a lot of superstitions or belief about this simplicity, they'd be like, oh my gosh, look at that couple over there. If they were truly free, they wouldn't need each other to be married or have kids. And that's just more nonsense. 
just more nonsense because this is that's just a preference of the character. And the preference of the character is the mystery appearing as that preference. What drops is attachment. The need, the codependency is what drops. But there can still be that romance. My God, thank God, because love and romance and all that's so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Especially love for food. Thank God for food right now. Thank goodness. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. Food is my thing lately, too. Um, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, but so there's love happens and that power comes through the body and, and, and love can happen. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there are preferences and things like that. So it seems like there's a natural programming in the body that lights up, mm-hmm. that's left naturally there. Would that be correct or to say that? Well, I mean, love can appear, but there can be also dislike. Now, if we again have superstitions, we think, oh my gosh, if I was enlightened or free or the one, I would love everybody. I'd be like Mother Teresa. Oh God, yeah, I've heard And then we think if I'm not like that, something's off. It's like, no, again, look at the natural world. Look at the animal kingdom. There's likes and dislikes. There's boundaries, you know? Oh yeah, big time. All of that still arises. It's the, the, very natural. The yeah. likes and the boundaries came in into my life because I just saw yeah. things, and I, and it's a wonderful mm-hmm. way of living. It's uh, yeah. and you know it's it's like yeah you know the extreme of you know love everybody and that that, that like codependent kind of a, an outlook mm-hmm. on life. Mm-hmm. It's you know mm-hmm. and there's passive aggressiveness as all these psychological things. Um, yeah. But um, this isn't about psychological stuff is it this is about like as you say going to the root pulling it all out by by the roots really not trimming the branches um yeah and people yeah. aren't people aren't ready for this some people are and some people aren't i mean right yeah you're right yeah you're right it's not really there are well, no custom, okay. customers for this yeah. message is there like you know as this mm-hmm. not really not really yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what else to say, um, but there's definitely that 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 mystery of of what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, just leaves me thinking, you know, it can never be known, obviously, um, mm-hmm. and it can't be understood. Doesn't need to be, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how would people get this again? It goes back to this. Well, you don't need to get it. You already are it. What drops is self-consciousness. But as long, obviously, as long as there's self-consciousness there, there's going to be a trying to grasp this. But it's completely ungraspable. You cannot grasp the wind. I mean, really think about it. Do you wake up every morning going, you know, uh, air? I need to be focused on air to breathe. It's just something that's just so natural. It's just there. It's just there. Just like gravity. You know what I mean? You don't have to sit there and be pondering it and thinking about it, this heady thing. It's just, it's just natural. Like breath. It's it's that natural, that simple. But obviously, yeah, again, if there's self-consciousness, it's just, it's going to go around and around until it seemingly explodes into itself. And how can you drop that self-consciousness? How, how, what would you say to people? You can, but mysteriously enough, just by chatting about this, you know, it can seem to just vanish kind of like fog on a sunny day. You know, and a lot of people ask me for advice and my advice is to dance or to get out in nature because, I mean, it already is this. Do something you like doing, you know, if that's painting, paint. If you like to sing, sing, because already it is this. 
it's appearing as your talents and your preferences. But I really feel that nature is a beautiful and simple reflection because everything within nature, and this is nature too, you know, um, it's just naturally itself already. All of it is already in harmony. So there's a resonance. You resonate with nature and people can resonate. Mm -hmm. You can resonate with them Mm -hmm. telling them about nature and it's kind of all interconnected, you're Mm -hmm. saying, yeah? Right, absolutely. mm. Or music. For some, it's music. You know what I mean? It's just it's just it's it's interesting it's like as soon as we try to think about it it seems like we lost it but thought isn't needed thought is what seems to arise when we think we've lost it but it's really just such a simple again primordial space there's no self-consciousness like nisgradata said it's it's being conscious not self-conscious so there's a consciousness or a seer it just doesn't have this upstairs game going on of polarities going back and forth with each other it's just this yeah it's it's yeah Mm -hmm. and when you're saying thought isn't needed Mm -hmm. the the thought i don't want to be here can't make me not be here i mean it sounds ridiculous but if we really thought about it you know i I will Mm -hmm. myself not to be here okay i've just done it and i'm still here yeah is that how useless and it is in a way i mean it has its it has its function, you know, mm-hmm. as in for mathematics and mm-hmm. logical reasoning and, and things like that. But oh, of course, yeah. but it's a, it's like a tool to be used, and it some most times it uses us, doesn't it? The mind thoughts, um, self consciousness comes into it that way too, maybe. It seems to, but again, it is it is freedom or oneness appearing as that. It's just biting its own tail. That's all it is, and really, it's a conditioning. We learn get away from this, get away from myself, deny yourself, deny yourself, deny this, deny all of this, because really depending on the dogma you were raised in, whether it was religious or non, there's usually some kind of subtlety of deny yourself or deny this and have something else, get something else, get something else, whether that's really drastic or subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I can only celebrate that it is the appearance of the body and the personality and thought forms and form form is not to be denied. It's, the celebration of formlessness yeah what drops is dogma can be a good servant and a bad master as they say yeah because mm-hmm. yeah you're right logic does appear and so does knowledge like if you went to school to be an engineer that doesn't vanish mm. it still arises and appears or a doctor or a lawyer all of it arises it's just it doesn't have the incessant wheel going on it's just you it arises when it's needed it's done it arises when it's needed and it's done so as you say, it's that, that self-consciousness is the, the root of the, the problem, really. Like, the well, You could say, but, but I'm not going to say that that's wrong because everything is the absolute from, from seeing here. It's, it's all the absolute. It's all harmony. Yeah. And it's really, it's a daydream. The whole lot today. The sense of separation. Yeah. The seeking is all the daydream. It's kind of like when you're in school in a class you don't really like, and you're up there like just daydreaming, can't wait to go to this class. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom, the bell rings. Oh, oh, oh my God. Time for lunch. You're just there automatically. It's like, oh, what's the big deal? Because it is, it's just an imagination that you're separate or the doer. Yeah. 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 So there's no way in and no way out of this. Such. Uh, well, but the question only comes from the idea that you're bound. And if you're really bound, like if you're hogtied, man, yeah, get some help. You know, get some scissors, get a knife, call 911. 
you should do that. But that's naturally what's arising. But when it comes to the idea that you're bound in energetics of separation or that, you know, your ego's got you or the devil's got you or whatever the, it, the dogma is, it's just that is a fabrication. It is a fable. But there could be real bondage, like you're in handcuffs or something like that. That's immediately arising and it may suck. But that's what is. So you can't explain what's what what arises really. Can no, you? but we are trying, aren't we? And, we and, and oneness does seemingly like to hear itself. And these videos and podcasts do arise because sometimes oneness wants to talk about this. Sometimes oneness wants to go to the hookah bar or watch Netflix. It's very interesting. <laughs> I can't explain it. <laughs> and I've run out of questions, I think, and it's been wonderful talking to you. Um, yeah, it's been a delight. You left me with a few things to think about as well. Um, All right. All right. And you got great energy and joy about you and it's lovely uh, to see, you know. Um Thank yeah. you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Now, I, you've got a website, haven't you? Wonder, am I right in this? Wonderfully nothing. Is it dot one, com. Dot com. Wonderfully nothing. Dot you got com. it. Yeah, I, I, That's I it. got that. Yeah. And I leave it in the in the description below uh so, so people c- can visit and you do you do one-on-one teachings and and group sessions or or can they find you on your website? Yeah, yeah I do. So that you can sit down and book a private chat with me where we can just sit like this and talk, right? Or you can join Patreon where we do little monthly Zoom calls, Q&As. And actually, uh, this Thursday, there'll be a free hang. So yeah, that's at three o'clock CT. I'll be posting it to YouTube. So guys, just follow me on YouTube if you want to hear about it. We won't get all buzzy about it here. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> and it, have you got a book or anything or... Book? Do you have a, I don't. No? I don't. I was starting to write one, you know, and there was an interest by a publisher, but it just didn't. Uh, it, it just wasn't. It, there's, you know, just yeah, not yet. We'll see. Well, I look forward to reading it when you get it done. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. So, Anna. Um, Mm-hmm. apparently we'll have to say goodbye um thanks so much yeah <laughs> it's been great yeah thank you yeah john and please know that the door is always open you can always email me thank you All so right. much i will do i will do and we keep in touch and things mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, until then look take That's care great. thank you john you take care have a good night okay thank you bye All right. bye